Welcome to Dharma Glimpses, an introduction to the profound treasury teachings of Chogyam Trungpa Rinpoche, taught by Judy Leaf. In this episode, Judy discusses how living spiritual traditions are similar to making fresh bread. Welcome. Today I'd like to share an analogy or a story that my own teacher used to use in talking about living traditions versus traditions that become dead or static. And that could refer to general tradition, like a big tradition like Buddha Dharma, but also could refer to what keeps our practice or our study fresh as opposed to stale. So the analogy that he used to use is the analogy of baking bread. He talked about a living tradition, to pass on a living tradition, to adopt a living tradition, is like teaching how to make bread or learning how to make bread. Bread is made out of just a few simple ingredients, flour, water, yeast, and perhaps salt. And you could watch a great master, in this analogy, making bread. And it could be so inspiring to see that and how that works. So inspiring that you decide to take one of those loaves of bread and you cast it in bronze and you put it on your altar or in a special place in your house and say, wow, look at that bread. That bread is uh, made by a great master. And I was so fortunate to, to see him or her doing so. But that would not really pass on much of real transformative value, really. You just have this lump of bronze sitting somewhere in your house and it wouldn't do much of anything. And sometimes our practice or traditions can be like that. They're just there, kind of static and unremarkable in a lot of ways. We have a kind of attachment or fondness for certain forms and rituals, but they're not really alive. They're not really inserted into our lives in, in a way that matters all that much. It's kind of sentimental or something like that. You just kind of like them because they're familiar and we something inspired us about them. So I said, what really a living tradition is that you learn to make the bread yourself. You study with a bread maker, a baker, you know, learn the ingredients, and then you actually only convey the tradition, only embody the tradition, only really enter the tradition when you yourself are making the bread. That is when the spark of transmission from one generation to the next or one uh, teacher to student, one person to another really happens when you've actually learned not just the history and the theory and ideas about bread, but you actually are able to bake the bread yourself. At that point, you don't have something dead and inert and static. You have something nourishing, something nourishing for yourself and, and for those you encounter. And if you make bread and try to just hold on to it too long, what happens? It becomes stale. So fresh means you have to bake over and over again. You have to keep making those loaves of bread. It's not that you can just make the great loaf of bread. Now you've done it. I have this great loaf of bread. I know how to make it. I made it. No, it's in the making. It's in the re-arising of, of freshness that uh, the magic of bread really manifests. For me, bread is such a great analogy as it links me to my mother and my grandmother and all of those female lineages that transmit the culture of food and nourishment to their daughters. It also links me to the uh, amazing varieties of bread that are made across history and in different cultures. From just a few simple ingredients, such richness arises from flour, water, yeast, and perhaps salt. 
It also brings up for me the challenge of how rare it is to be able to really understand how to make use of the few simple ingredients in front of us. And for many of us, they could just sit there on the counter. We wouldn't really be able to make anything much of them. And in thinking about this in terms of meditation practice, I think if we also have, or in the past altogether, we also have just a few simple ingredients. We have our a body, we have our emotions, we have a heart and our mind. And what do we do with them? They could just sit there inertly, and that's that. Or we could somehow make our own version of dharmic bread, the bread of dharma, the bread of meditation. Our bread may be a little strange at first. It may not rise properly. It may be burnt on the bottom. It may just look kind of strange. But by practicing over and over, we create something that can be truly nourishing. And it also shows that we don't really need that much. We don't need that many ingredients. Sometimes we think we just don't have enough ingredients to work with. But as in the analogy of bread, we just need a few simple ingredients in order to really progress along the path of Dharma and to create something fresh and delicious and nourishing for ourselves and others. So in our lives and in our practice, we can work with the ingredients that we have. We can bake good Dharmic bread. We can pass on what we have learned, not as a dead relic, but as fresh and living and vibrant. Thank you for joining me for this glimpse of Dharma. This podcast is made possible through the support of the Hamera Foundation. To learn more about Judy Leaf's teachings, publications, and retreats, or to contribute to the support of this podcast, please visit judyleaf.com.